Listen to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. It is a What Up Wednesday. Having a lot of fun. Adam Schefter talked golf. He talked NBA. And he talked football. What other show are you going to hear Adam Schefter explore all of those topics, Harry? Uh, None. With alacrity, with intensity, and with amazing knowledge. I think it's a lock. None. None is correct. But now, ladies and gentlemen, we bring on a man who's not internationally known like Adam Schefter. But he's known to rock the analytic microphone on NBC Sportsnet here in Philadelphia, NBCSN, as we call it here, NBC Sports Philadelphia, covering baseball, breaking it down. And, yes, he's ready for baseball. And he knows also, Corey Simon knows, the Blue Jays, it's official now, do not have a friend in Pennsylvania, Corey. Governor Wolf using his health secretary, telling the Blue Jays, no, you're not welcomed at PNC Park. Are you surprised by this? Wow, you know that that's a that's a big that's a big step right there. You have to then wonder what is going to happen with the Blue Jays. Uh, are they going to play all of their uh, home games on the road? You know, does that mean the Phillies get an additional home series here, like they did? Uh, what year was that? Like 2007, when there was the Summit in Toronto? Might have been 08. Um, yeah, you know, the other option is this stadium they have in Buffalo, but it doesn't seem like it's up to code. The lights and. Uh, you know what, though, with everything else that's going crazy with baseball this year, is that really that big of a deal? I mean, if they can get something in place in the next couple of weeks here, uh, potentially the Blue Jays could be playing games in Buffalo, you know, by by mid-August. Yeah, uh, but it's they very don't want curious, to. though, because the Phillies' fourth series of the season was scheduled to be in Toronto. Yeah, and the interesting thing is that people are saying, you know, the ballparks, is, you know, the minor league parks are nice, but the lighting, if they're playing at night a lot, yeah. you know, is not conducive for television because there aren't going to be any fans. So at least the TV part of it has to be good. And so uh, I know they've been talking about Baltimore. Yeah, but what Ryan about Baltimore? Rostein, Ryan Rothstein was saying that there may be a situation where they don't have any home games. Right, Ryan? What was the story yeah. you were saying they report earlier? Yeah, Corey, I don't know if you saw this, but I just read it on ESPN.com where they were saying all of Toronto's scheduled home games, they will just go to the opponent's park. So they essentially would be on the road for the entire 60-game season. Well, you know, I mean, it's it's less of a consideration, I guess, this year because there's going to be less of a home field advantage. So it's not like, you know, they're going to be facing booze in every, uh, you know, opposing stadium. But, man, that's going to be rough on them. It's already going to be rough on them because they have such a tough schedule at the AL East and NL East. But from a Phillies perspective, it means 33 games at home, 27 on the road. Exactly. And, and you know, and, and as long as they don't bring Joe Carter back into the city <laughs> to bring back the bad memories of the 93 season, Harry. Remember that? Oh, yeah. All too well. But I don't know, man. The, the cardboard cutouts behind home plate yes. could be very intimidating at Citizens Bank <laughs> Park, Corey. It could. You I, know mean, I mean, I'm starting to think, like, are people going to be um, submitting themselves or are they going to be submitting, like, other people? As We're submitting our, our show. What's the process going to be? I just want the big yeah. – we had a fan years ago when Harry and I were working here in Philly at 97.5 had big heads made the big of us. heads. Like the, and they would the like they do it wrestling, like the fat – but no, but these were personally homemade mm-hmm. big heads, not fat heads. They were just the entire head. So instead of having like a whole body of somebody in the stands, it would be just Tony's head and Harry's. But I got to give the Phillies credit, though, because the, 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 the cardboard cutouts they're putting out there represent all the people who work in healthcare, nurses mm. and doctors. And so they're giving them love so that their faces and their bodies will be on TV. I don't know how many games they're going to do it for, but they're already putting those, 
those uh, up in the Citizens Bank Park seats uh, as we speak. Yeah, it was nice to see that because really those have been the true superstars of the last four months here. You know, we haven't had athletes to look up to and watch on a daily basis, but certainly, you know, all these medical professional personnel who were on the front lines all this time, you know, as someone who was hit directly by it, I had a, you know, my dad suffered from coronavirus for a few weeks and it was a, you know, I saw firsthand like how important it is to be getting the right medical attention during this time. So that's a really nice thing that the Phillies are doing uh, for this opening week of the season. Well, Corey, I see a couple of uh, analysts and uh, prognosticators are, are kind of bullish on the Phillies, uh, at least making the wild card in the National League. Uh, what, what is your take on how good this team could be in a shortened season? Well, you figure that if you can get like 35 wins, you're going to be in really good shape to make the playoffs. You can go like 35 and 25. Um, the Phillies are in a very tough spot. They have one of the toughest schedules in all of baseball because you're facing the AL East and NL East. So, like, for example, if you're an NL Central team like the Cubs, who may be in a similar spot as the Phillies overall, well, you're getting games against the Tigers and the Royals and the Pirates, whereas the Phillies are playing these games against the Yankees, Rays, Red Sox. So it's going to be a little bit more difficult. But, uh, you know, the Phillies are as well set up as any other uh, non-Dodgers team in the National League. Like, I don't look around this NL landscape and see a team other than the Dodgers that is clearly ahead of the Phillies. You know, the Braves made some moves this offseason, but they've also been hit hard uh, by coronavirus and by the fact that Cole Hamels has an arm injury, won't be ready for the season. They've had some players opt out. Uh, so, you know, I think the Phillies can get to that, like, 33-win range, but I think it's going to take a couple more wins than that to solidly uh, be in, you know, the playoff, uh, be in a playoff position over the final two weeks of the season. Corey Simon of NBC Sports Philly. And, Obviously, the Yankees and the Dodgers are getting all kinds of love. And the big story involving the Dodgers is Mookie Betts. Lou Merloni, who does a sports show in the afternoon up in Boston, former player, uh, was reporting, the first guy to report it, that the Mookie Betts situation with the Dodgers, he may be close to signing a long-term deal with L.A. And they're talking like 13 years, $400 million. Yeah, 350 to $400 million, 10-plus years. And as you know, that contract – may be good for the Dodgers, bad for the Red Sox, but that puts the J.T. Riomulto situation to the front burner because then he would, in essence, be the biggest name free agent at the end of the year, right? Yeah, and the other, you know, big ripple effect of this is that earlier in July, Matt Klintak, the Phillies general manager, said, you know, the landscape has changed. Well, if Mookie Betts is getting $400 million, the landscape has not changed. You know, that's the same contract that he would have gotten if it wasn't for baseball being shut down for four months and all these millions of dollars lost here. Yeah, JT Real Muto now instantly becomes the top free agent on a pretty weak, in a pretty weak market. You know, it's like Real Muto, George Springer, a couple of pitchers, but uh, he is clearly the best player, the best all-around player that will be available if he hits free agency. I was trying to think of the last time the Phillies entered a season with the player who was going to be the best player in that free agent class. Like uh, Scott Rowland could have been perhaps if you make the case that he was better than Jim Tomey in that class. But anyway, this is going to be uh, from a Phillies perspective, it's going to cost them more than they probably thought earlier in the month. I still think a deal is going to get done with JT Real Muto though, because they have just laid too many pieces of this foundation to not bring this guy back. The fact that Bryce Harper is obsessed with him. He's called him his favorite player for years how did it look to Bryce Harper if a year or two into Bryce Harper's contract, you let this guy who is in his prime and is the best at his position in all of baseball walk? I think the Phillies realize that, and eventually they're going to come to an agreement probably in that like $130 million range over five years. Yeah, you're right. Here's the thing that's crazy because it is without a doubt, when you look at baseball, there's a lot of pitchers are important. There's no more important position on baseball teams than the catcher. And when you have a stud catcher, 
You see how hard it is for teams to find a catcher that's a franchise kind of guy. That's what makes this even more important for them not to let this guy get away. Because you know the fans here. First, luckily, they're, they're, not putting, they're not putting fans in the stands, or else it would be ugly all year if they don't get him signed. Yeah, you know, JT Real Muto is so far ahead of his, uh, you know, catching peers because he does it all. Like, if you're Gary Sanchez in the Bronx, okay, the guy hits 35 homers and he's a big power bat, but he's not a good receiver. He's not a good framer. He's not a good base runner. He hits 40 points lower than JT Real Muto. So JT has that that well-rounded skill set uh, that any team would covet, particularly a team like the Dodgers, who I think are still going to be in the hunt for JT and could serve as the Phillies' biggest threat uh, in re-signing him. You know, the, the people who... Uh, take the opposite viewpoint, like the skeptics of JT Real Muto would say that the offensive package isn't good enough to warrant like $130 million. But that's where you have to take into account the whole scope of him, what he gives you on the bases, what he gives you behind the plate, what he gives you carrying a pitching staff. That stuff is a little bit more difficult to measure. So some people don't buy that he's actually worth as much as uh, the industry seems to think. Corey Seidman, NBC Sports Philly. Follow him on Twitter at CSeidmanNBCS. By the way, you are following me, right, Corey? I just wanted to make sure before we got too far ahead of ourselves here. Of course, man. You're like one of my favorite followers. You <laughs> 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 what about Harry Mays? You following yeah. him? I know he's a big golf guy. Do you have golf fantasy at all now? I want to ask, do you play daily fantasy golf on the weekends like Harry Mays, who's obsessed with it? <laughs> No, I don't. No. <laughs> He's too busy that's breaking down right baseball, there. man. I mean, no, you know what? You know what? The new stat. You know, stat. Baseball has the most stats and most names for stats. Yeah. I, I came up with a new one this morning. The WKND, uh, the WKDNA. That's a new stat you're going to be seeing in the box. What score. does that stand for? It's a who knelt during the national anthem. Oh, that's now at the MLB website, a, a Twitter page uh, at MLB. Really? Every day they're just posting. And listen, I don't care if you want to kneel, stand, stand on your head, do whatever you do, cartwheels during the national anthem. I'm not one of those guys. If you want to kneel, kneel. But the fact that MLB, the actual verified Twitter account of baseball, is now deciding that every night during these summer camp games is showing pictures of who's kneeling and who's not kneeling. What purpose does wow. that serve? Seriously, again, I don't care what they're doing. But, you know, Major League Baseball, let's be honest, the, 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 the African-American portion of the baseball world isn't really up to what it used to be. A lot of young minority kids, blacks, whites, they're not playing baseball growing up. So maybe they're pandering uh, to the minority community, but that's not going to have more kids go out there and play an expensive sport to play growing up unless they're in an organized league uh, than, than, and getting more black people involved in Major League Baseball, is it? Well, I mean, baseball, I think, is at like 8% uh, black players, which is one of the lowest figures in the history of baseball. I mean, since baseball was integrated. Exactly. Uh, which, which is very concerning for the game. I mean, that's something that Andrew McCutcheon spoke about, um, you know, about a month to six weeks ago. Andrew McCutcheon's one of the guys who is, you know, doing more than just um, saying words. Like, he's trying to put actions behind mm -hmm. what he thinks. I know that Gabe Kapler, um, you know, obviously made some headlines this week. He kneeled. He was the first manager to do so uh, out in San Francisco. There's just more attention like to your point, Tony, I think we are going to see on a daily basis during the season that tweeted out by the MLB account or stories on that, just because right now that is a, you know, that's a big consideration in the country. It's a big topic that people are talking about. We're certainly in a different time than we were three or four years ago when the first player in Major League Baseball, Bruce Maxwell, uh, took a knee. Well, Corey, as a guy who's uh, in and around the Phillies organization, and I know it's different this year than any other year that you've you've done this, but what what will we notice as fans on the field as far as the difference between the uh, Girardi Phillies and the Kapler Phillies? 
I think you're already seeing it. I mean, like Vince Velasquez is throwing a cutter now. Why did it take three, four years for that to happen? Little, little fixes like that. Um, you know, tinkering with guys' approaches at the plate. Uh, pitchers, obvious, already all the pitchers have been effusive about Joe Girardi and um, Brian Price, the new pitching coach. Last week, Jake Arrieta, JT Real Muto, they both kind of said the same thing, that where we want to go, this guy's already been. So that brings instant credibility. Like, we don't have to – it's not an act when he's up there saying, like, this is what's going to lead to, to wins and to a championship. Uh, he just – from top to bottom, like, he, he he's running the organization uh, more efficiently and smoothly than we've seen here probably since Charlie Manuel was the manager. The Phillies went through some really down years. Um, you know, in a shortened season, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how much of an impact Joe Girardi can make in the win-loss column. Baseball's not like the other sports where you're calling a play every single play and, you know, the head coach or manager is so uh, crucial to every, you know, every win or loss. But I do think that Joe Girardi can make his presence felt. The fact that uh, he knows how to manage with a DH, he knows how to, to use his bullpen. Uh, the bullpen's going to be the shakiest aspect of this Phillies team, so he better know how to use a bullpen. And the other thing, of course, we've been watching these summer camp games and we're seeing the social distancing and the players. But, you know, the first base situation is still there because the guy still has to be held on. So the player <laughs> at first base, I, I know uh, some players are wearing masks at first base, but others aren't. And then you still have the umpire. So you have three people in a short distance there. Is that going to become an issue or is that eventually going to slowly go away when there's no uh, reported uh, coronavirus outbreaks because players are actually not socially distancing in some parts of the field. Well, I think there's going to be a lot of cases that come up throughout this season. I think it's going to be extremely unpredictable. I had a fantasy baseball draft two nights ago, and I don't even know how I feel about my team because some of these guys might not be playing in three weeks. You know, um, I, it is going to be an issue with guys so close to each other because say, say a catcher is. <sighs> the only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's Breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Where's Ralph? He's over there, hogging the hell of a good dip for his big game ritual. Oh, boy. Hey, Ralph, can we get some of that, too? Yeah, yeah, soon. Almost done. First the carrot, two taps and dip. Then the celery. Ah, yes, now the chips. All dipped in creamy, hell of a good dip. Mmm, delicious. Yes, it worked! Get the dip made with real milk and cream that wins every time. Not just good, hell of a good asymptomatic and has COVID-19 and he's sitting right behind every hitter that comes up and yep. right in front of that umpire um, is going to be a major challenge. It is promising that MLB's the percentage of people who have tested positive that MLB has tests is so low. I mean, that's, that's promising, but you know, we have already seen that like when a guy does test positive, like a Scott Kingery or a Freddie Freeman, it's about four weeks before the guy's able to like get back on the field and, and start taking some swings. Yeah, and exactly. And that's the thing in a shortened season, like you lose a yeah. pitcher, for, for 10 days on the disabled list, that's one-sixth of the season. Mm -hmm. And if he's your stud and he's your number one starter, you're really screwed. Yeah, and that's also, you know, that's also true of, of guys who have pregnant wives. Like Mike Trout's wife is due at some point in August. Does that mean he misses two weeks? Zach Wheeler's wife is due uh, any day now, really, this weekend. Um, does that mean he misses two starts? And at, to your point, yeah, two starts for a pitcher, when you're making 12 starts, you know, in a, in a normal year, that's like, 
eight starts or something, you know? Mm. So every, every game carries such critical importance. You know, you've heard, it, you've heard people say it to death that uh, you need to get out to a hot start this year. The Phillies have not, you know, I don't know if there's anything to this, but Phillies have had some exhibition games this week. They haven't really hit. Um, you're hoping that that's just like guys kind of working out the rust. Uh, but hopefully this team's ready to go uh, on Friday night against the Marlins. Couldn't ask for an easier team to start against. Yeah, except they can't beat the Marlins. Right, other than right. That. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Corey, True. good stuff, man. Always great to pick your brain about baseball and enjoy your stuff on Twitter and, of course, on NBC Philly. Harry well, one, one, real qu- one real quick. A lot of people are high on the Reds. Are you, are you a one that thinks the Reds could make some noise in the Central? I actually wrote about the Reds a few weeks ago as a sleeper team, but then in the time since then, everybody's called them a sleeper yeah. team, which brings up the point, like, can you really be a sleeper if everybody's calling you a sleeper? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. Well, I think they could be pretty good. They have a deep rotation. By the way, how do you have a fantasy draft in a pandemic season? Come on, man. I know you have to do it. But that's why I tell <laughs> you. How, how, how do you do a fantasy league when a, one guy goes down, your entire team is shot? Come on, man. Hey, man we're, all, we're all in the same position. That's right. <laughs> luck is on That's why side. I don't do fantasy except fantasy golf because I'm hot on that now. <laughs> and I only have to spend $3. I'll throw, I'll throw $3 That's because Adam Schefter told you exactly. about Exactly. I didn't know. You never told me how much it cost to no, play fantasy. No, you never seemed interested. You're always pee on fantasy. Couch, couch guy never told me how much. He makes it sound like he's winning thousands of dollars every week. Yeah, he's – yeah. Let's get it together here, Harry. Yeah. All right, let's get it together. <laughs> all right, Corey. Appreciate your time. Thanks, man. Thanks Corey. brother. Thank you so you much. Guys. There he is, Corey Seidman. Let's give him a roaring yeah. round of applause. At C. Seidman, NBCF on Twitter. He's a good follow. He is. He's solid. Yeah. And he's one of the young up-and-comers, Harry. Yeah. I'm always looking for fresh faces and up-and-comers in the business. <laughs> you and Randy West. Exactly right, yes. <laughs> Not Randy Wolf and the Wolf Pack up there in the right field wow. bleachers. Remember that? I read but my you. favorite was the Padilla Flotilla. That was a good Remember one. Remember that one? Yeah. That was good. And they all, but you talk, they couldn't do that now. No, no. That no, would no. be racist. And the Venga bus. The Venga bus. That was Chase Utley, right? Not the bang bus. No, was, no, no. That's no. always in fashion. No, there. that's that's Especially us. at the Jersey Shore in the summer, you're in Sea Isle, and, and that goes by, boop, boop, and you hear the horn honk. I remember the Sal Fasano guys. What were they called? They looked like the, the pizza guys. What oh, were, oh, yeah, the Mario Brothers. <laughs> All of but that's they had, name, they had a name. He South looked of... like he was like my uncle who ran the pizza shop on right, the corner. Right, he was the right. backup catcher, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He had his own fan group. Yeah, he did. Great. It was great. Oh, now, we wow. have that NBA update when we yes, get back. Yeah, coming back. But that was good stuff. We're cranking it today, Harry. I'm feeling good on this What Up Wednesday. <laughs> what up? Coming right back. Phone calls and strapper line calls and boo-coo updates. You don't want to miss that, kids. Stick around. The Tony Bruno Show. You think LeBron, if he wins a title on October 12th, is going to be ready to go back to training camp less than a month later? No. And then start the season on December 1st? Hell no. No. Hey, LeBron, you just won another championship. What are you going to do? I ain't doing nothing. I got to be back at work in three weeks. Right. I can't even go to Disney World. I've been here since frickin' July. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven. It's your most important asset. But do you own it? Don't be so sure. Imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan you never took out. It happened to Deborah, and it's happening everywhere. It's called home title theft and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. It's why I urge you to get home title lock. 
Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it. They legally own your home. Then they can take out loans on your home. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. The only way I know of to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with Home Title Lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use code SAVE for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. There are those who stand forever ready. Ready to defend the nation. Ready to fight for what matters. No matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your beautiful and I am pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least. Plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information. This is about more than work. It's about growing a community. Every day across the country, the highly skilled, highly trained members of the IBEW are committed to doing the job right, doing the job safe, and doing the job on time. Because while we might be experts in our field, <laughs> we're also your friends and neighbors. IBEW, the power professionals in your neighborhood. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with Geeks On Site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way so you can feel empowered and then help others at home or in your office. Better yet, don't have time for tech support to come to you? Let us remote into your desktop or laptop, and one of our geeks will instantly walk you through. We offer affordable prices on our remote services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call 877-518-3283. 877-518-3283. That's 877-518-3283. Are you listening to the Tony Bruno and Harry May show Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern? You can catch it right here on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Yes, people are raving about the references made on the show. I mean, we may go a little too fast for some people. Sometimes. Maybe a little too slick. Maybe, you know... A little too avant-garde. Sometimes we're a little too fast for each other. Yes, we are. <laughs> I only do. I like to go half-fast, Harry. I mean, yeah. you know, I don't want to go full-fast. Right. Full throttle. I'm accused of being low energy today. I so know. I'm That's a, our know. buddy in in Detroit. He has a lot of hard opinions, but we mm. welcome all different viewpoints on the show. Yeah. Our buddy Stevens in San Fran in uh, Detroit. He's he's probably one of our toughest critics, but he's you know what it is. He loves Luigi so much our great friend Luigi Curto, mm. that he doesn't even like me anymore, ah. Steve. 
Steve, Steve, Steve. Let's go to the uh, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Cincinnati. WKRP, I believe, is coming back on this weekend, and I think they're picking this show up, Harry. So let's find out from AJ. AJ, what's going on out there, man? What's happening? What up, Bruno? What up, what Nate? Up? What, what up, up? Miss Robin? What up? And the rest of the and the rest of Twist Nation and, and the crew. What up? Ah, thank God. Two more days. It just seems like everyone, like like your last uh, guest was mentioned, the Reds are the sexy pick to win the. When, when Not anymore, but he pointed out that as everybody has been saying, they're the sleeper. When everybody picks them, they, can they still be the sleeper? They're becoming trendy now. Yeah, and I hate trendy stuff. Yeah, that's stuff, what I'm yeah. trying to say, say. Because when I was, you know, going to ESPN.com up there, 23 riders, 14 of them picked them to win the division. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I, like I said, I have them going all all the way this year because I, with this shortened season, it's important to have you know starting pitchers go a little bit deep, and I have, you know, faith in, you know, Trevor Bauer, Sonny Gray, and Luis Castillo uh, to go deep deep in the game so that David Bell doesn't burn out the bullpen like he did kind of last, last year. And plus, you know, he has to realize not to use Rysela Iglesias in a non-safe situation because he gets battered around a little bit. That's good breakdown exactly. of deep bullpen yeah. knowledge right there, Harry. Deep bullpen. Now, now a lot of these analytical managers, though, they love to go to the bullpen. I know. They, they can't wait to go to the pen. And the so. thing now is they're going to be doing it. Everybody's yeah. going to yeah. be doing it. Everybody's going to be doing it because they're playing so many games. And you're going to see managers play like six. They're not going to do this. He's going on three days rest anymore. They're just going to put like six different starters out mm-hmm. there. They're going to start guys who are long relievers in many of these games. Because they got so many games to play in a short period a short of condensed span, time. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's not, that's why you can't do a fantasy baseball league. You can't do it. I've never done fantasy baseball. I, last time I did it, it was called rotisserie, rotisserie baseball. Like, yeah, I'm not was, kidding. We that was in the 80s, job. I think. I, I remember doing it with Big Al Meltzer. It was a WFIL. We did a Friday night fa- uh, rotisserie baseball draft. Mm-hmm. And it was me, Steve Fredericks, Big Al Meltzer, wow. and all these Philly sports guys all picking our – and, you know, people were picking – I'll give you the example. Who was it? Jose Canseco, that, that era, you know, oh, I'm going to take Jose Canseco. He's going to hit a million home runs. And so that era, when it was called rotisserie, before it was known right. as fantasy era. Dean and Clearwater would call that the Philly Hack League. Exactly right. Yeah. But Jose Canseco didn't play for the Philly, so it wasn't a hack league. No, I'm saying your league, your fantasy league. I didn't pick Phillies. I picked the best players, Harry. You're totally. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Whatever. Why are you placating Dean? Well, you normally do, so no, I figured I'd do it. Well, nobody rips him harder Tony, than I Tony, back do. in the rotisserie days, yes. could you set it and forget Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yes. That's that's why that's how they stole it from Ron Paul Peel with the Showtime rotisserie grill. You only had to do one lineup per week, right? Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. No, I did one for the season. I no. didn't change it. I didn't have time for that crap. <laughs> I just set my lineup and forget it, man. <laughs> Screw that. Even if guys got hurt, I right. kept them in there. You just kept them. Just in kept them in there. He's going to be back. Screw it. It's a long season. Keep him in there. Keep him in there. <laughs> <laughs> He'll fight through that season-ending injury. Leave him in. That didn't go over my head, Harry. <laughs> All right, AJ, you yeah. ready now? Are you ready? Yeah, I yeah, I lo- no longer play fantasy football. I used to play. I used to like it, but then two years ago, my buddy said, hey, join this fantasy league. All you do is just pick NFL games against the spread. The first year I was there, I won nearly $900 in profit. Last year, wasn't uh, finished fit, but no money. But this year, I'm looking forward to, you know, get back and, you know, take the medal to the top. Hopefully, you know. More people will join the league. Last year, it was 20 people at 100 
at a hundred bucks a piece of a winner would end up getting thirteen hundred dollars in profit. Not bad. That's what I'm talking about. That's why gambling keeps this country yes. going. Harry. Forget about stimulus. Where would we be without sports gambling? Probably exactly uh, right. Angry. I mean, the month of August is going to be awesome. We need more stimulus. Yes. I need the government to send right. me more cash so I can so start betting. I need to become a gambling degenerate in August. That's my mission now. I need to become. AJ, thanks for All checking right. in, brother. Good stuff, man. Yeah, I see that. Dean said that that went right over your head. Yeah, now I, I know it's going to go over your head. Nothing, because I'm going to I'm going to connect. If I'm going for a headshot, mm -hmm. it's not going to go over your head. You're going to look like one of those Antifa punks when one of those federal agents is coming at you and you're running away. In an unmarked with, vehicle. In an unmarked vehicle with your mom, your rotund mom standing in front of you to protect you. Are you talking about that line of women? The, the line of moms. The moms. The mom wall. Mom, yeah, mom, mom wall. The wall of moms. The wall of moms. Right. I prefer the wall of sound. And you know who was famous for the wall of sound, Harry? Yeah, that guy. He ended up shooting somebody, didn't Phil he? Phil Spector. Spector. Yeah. The wall of sound. Yeah. And remember, he had that sound with the Ronettes. Right. That the great Phil Spector sound, man. Those songs all sounded great. Mm. Be My Baby by the Ronettes. You know, the wall of moms. Which was I Ronnie wish... Spector, right? Yes. Yeah. I wish it was that woman. Do you remember seeing the video of the Baltimore uh, riots and that one mom that figured out that her son was there oh, she and went she out, went yeah, down yeah. and she like grabbed him. She She's grabbed like, him by you what are you doing yeah. out here? <laughs> that oh, was, that, was that was awesome. That was pretty awesome good. stuff. Yeah. All All right. We have breaking, is this true? Breaking news from the high-speed golf wire, Harry. Tony Finau has fired his Cali? Yeah, he changed caddies this week. Yes, that's true. Why, yeah. because he, he choked down the stretch? I mean, right. he still finished in the top ten, didn't he? Did, he? he did choke, though. He had a bad, bad weekend. So two, it's his caddy's fault? Two double bogeys. On, well, you know. You're throwing your spa, you're throwing your caddy under the bus at this juncture, Harry? Two double bogeys on Saturday ruined him, and then Sunday he was just awful. Not Wall, New Jersey, or Wall Drugs. I, I was there. Yeah, I've been to Wall Drugs, too. Yeah. You see all those billboards for, yeah, like, hundreds drugs, of miles, yeah. and it's nothing. I know. It's a water fountain in an old drugstore. Exactly right. But you know what they got in there now? Well, yeah, of course. It's a must-stop location. Probably a lot of CBD product, too. <laughs> I think the fountain now is CBD mm. oil. So you go out there, you just get a little sample, you stick your finger in it, get a little taste, even if you... Reefers. Speaking of oil, yes. Tony and I were up late last night, and we were going through channels, and we saw some, like, you know that you get the to the religious, religious channels, channels? up there, you know, got Jerry and Swaggart night, and they have Jimmy like the Swaggart. Okay. We were just clicking through, and there was one preacher who was a voodoo preacher. Dude. And he had, like, a skull, and I tried to get a picture really? of it, but I didn't get yeah. it in time. Uh, a skull and a bunch of other voodoo-type things, and he was talking, and then you could call in and they would write your name and whatever you wanted and they put on it in a, a big aquarium with oil in it with special holy oil dude and he was talking about you know the voodoo and, and like it are is is it coincidence or oh, so, are you cursed oh so this isn't the oil in the pen kind of stuff no no no, no. this is like this a fish like, tank yeah. an aquarium oh, okay. and then they're putting these requests these like i need help requests first time i've ever oil. seen voodoo on wow. tv it was uh, i I wanted to watch a little bit more. So they weren't more. sticking pins in dolls No, no, and no. Stuff. They didn't go that far. They could have. I don't know. No, Tony it wasn't just oil. It was, it was essential oil. Oh, okay. It was essential oil. By the way, do we have a little Ronettes? Do we have a little uh, Phil Spector? I mean, that was great stuff back in the day, man. And then I know had... he was wacky. Then he had the hair. Remember oh, the yeah. hair at the trial when Phil Spector went on trial? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You talk about the fro, Forget man. about Bob Ross. I That's know. a totally another level.
Dude, is he okay. still alive or did he die in jail? He died. Phil Spector? I'm almost 100% positive. But his positive. music lives on. Give me some wall of sound. Forget the wall of moms. Which also, it's, the Grateful Dead had their wall of yeah, sound that, with yes. their gigantic sound system. That exactly was a great right. wall of yes, sound. Yes, absolutely. My man, Bob Weir. Exactly. Give me a little uh, Phil Spector. There we go. Oh, I'm wrong. He's still alive. Come on, Robin. What's wrong with you? Wow. Which be my baby. He's years old. Brian Wilson was obsessed with this song. Yes. I love this yes, song. Yes, he was. The thing is, daughters talked about that they heard it like morning, noon, and night at the house. You can hear a lot of this type of stuff on pet sounds. Yeah. That he... Listen to that sound. That's the wall of sound. That's Phil Spector. So what if he was nuts? Some of the greatest minds in history are nuts. Picasso cut his damn ear off. That was Van Gogh. I mean, Van yeah, Gogh. Yeah, Van Gogh, yeah. Uh, Picasso was on acid. Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be my little baby. Phil Spector is alive and currently an inmate at the California yeah. Healthcare Facility in Stockton. Yeah, there's the hair, Tom. Oh, there it's gone. It's gone. He's oh, gone. Now he looks like Charles Manson. He does. Yeah. Look at that. Was that a wig? Wow. Wait, he was wearing Damn. a wig, a piece? He was also carrying a piece. Well, yeah. Who is it anymore? I mean, well, like, uh, I think he, the Ramones talked about he pulled a gun on them, I believe. Didn't he pull one on John Lennon when he worked with him? Really? Hey, yeah. I'm strapped right now. Come on. Not strapper. We have strapper calls, though. Yes, we do. Wait, I got to get this one little drummer. Good thing is that Bill Spector is wearing a mask in yeah. prison before Governor Newsom goes in there and lets him out back into the population. You could have been a drummer on the wrecking crew. So the old Phil <laughs> Spector yeah. reminds, whenever I see that with the big, big, big hair. Yeah, what is that? This is a German, like, grim type fairy tale, and it's called. Uh, um, <laughs> Stuhlpeter, mm. and it's a, what? It's, yeah, it's a, it's a. I like those kind of. They're cookies. Those are Dutch things, right? No, that's no, the no, no, waffles. No. This is this is one of those those <laughs> like the the bad kind of grim fairy tale. Was mm. really dark, and it's meant to scare yeah. kids, and it's uh, meant to. Uh, have children have good hygiene in Germany. So uh -huh. if you don't have good hygiene, then you're going to end up looking like Stuhlpeter. I like yeah, it. I like Stuhlpapers. They're stool pigeons. <laughs> All right, we got Breaking this NBA. News now, the, NBA. Uh, it was a wig. So we got NBA news, but let's get a strapper call in here, Harry. All right. Because, you know, we mixed it up this hour a little bit. We're throwing some curveballs at the audience. Let's get a strapper call in here. I mean anyone, and I mean anyone, who claims that they would draft Russell Wilson number one before that draft is a complete strap job. You have to be kidding me. I mean, stop it. The dude's like 5'10". I'm not even sure he's that good. Besides the Super Bowl and all that, you know. But he, I mean, the guy who's claiming that is a complete strap job. I would call him a USJ an ultimate strap job, but he's really not. He's just a complete strap job. That's my that's my total for that. Strap. Now, I know what he's Paul's talking well. about. Have a nice day. McMullen had a He was a joking. Tweet. It was McMullen joking because some general manager – 
For, I think the former, former, former Buffalo Bills yeah. general. I saw the story this morning. Yeah. John John McMullen tweeted this out. So the, he actually was making fun of the former Buffalo Bills general manager, no longer with the organization, saying that that he passed up on Russell Wilson mm-hmm. that year of the draft in the third round. In the third round. You know who wanted him? He said he wanted him, but he passed him up. And who did they take that year? They took a wide receiver out of NC State, uh, T.J. Graham. Exactly. How's yes. he doing? He's stunk. Gone. Yeah, he didn't do anything. But here's the point. Remember who really wanted him? Andy, Andy Reid. With the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles. They were ready to take him. They took Foles after yes, Wilson because, was off the exactly, board. Exactly, because Andy Reid thought that he would fall into their laps, and then obviously word gets around the NFL – and then the Seahawks, to their credit, moved ahead of the Eagles and grabbed Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Or he would have been an Eagle. There's no doubt about it. And then the Eagles took Nick Foles. A after, couple of picks later. A couple of yeah. picks later. At, uh, they took but Foles. for the Buffalo Bills GM, and that's why John McMullen then jokingly tweeted after the story uh, about the general manager. Buddy Nix was Buddy his name. Nix. Yeah. That he was going to take him in the he was going to take him in the third round. John McMullen says I was going to take him in the first round. Basically, he was mocking those people like, well, if he was there, right. You know, after the fact, you know how they do these redrafting yeah. the, the draft. It's revisionist history now. Exactly. You, know, you see how great the guy is. It's like so of course you would take it. To rip John McMullen for for mocking a story from a that's why the guy's a former GM, hmm. no, not th- Buddy. Right. Nicks. I think that's why he's talking. He's talking about Buddy Nix, uh, yes, the exactly. ultimate strap. No, I thought he was talking about John McMullen. I don't think so. Because John McMullen then jokingly said, "I would take him. Num- I was going to take him number one that year if I was a GM." <laughs> Come on, Harry. Russell Wilson was taken seventy fifth, and Nick Foles eighty eighth. Exactly in that draft. Yeah. And Nick Foles was still there, but the Eagles wanted. But what happened if they hadn't taken Nick Foles, Harry? We wouldn't have the Nick Foles versus Carson Wentz weekly segments. And we probably won't have a parade. Exactly right. Well, yeah. who would be in that spot then on Matt Rushmore then of Philadelphia Eagles? Yeah, that's a yeah. tough one, man. You know, that's, that's a tough one. We're going to have to that's do the an most entire, pressing question of all gonna time. We're going to have to do a dedicated day to the Nick Foles, uh, Carson Wentz once the season starts again, Harry. Carson Wentz throws his first interception. The next day, we're immediately going to get right back to the, see if Nick Foles were here. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. Remind me, I'll have a family emergency that day. Okay. He's going to leave the bubble for a family emergency (laughs) that day. Not Stevie Nicks, not Roosevelt Nicks. And there was a judge, Judge Nicks here in Philadelphia, Mm. Commonwealth Court judge. That's good knowledge right there. But Stevie Nicks is the best Nicks of all time. No question. Not not the New York Nicks. They suck. They stink. And they always suck until they can find something on James Dolan to run him out of New York, Harry. Now, did you see this? The NBA must be listening to this show. There's no doubt about it. This, I'm glad you caught this, Aaron. Yeah. Let's go to this. This is really a big story. Yeah, this came out uh, just about, what, an hour or so ago on ESPN. The NBA, Tony, has ended its relationship with a basketball academy in China. In where? China. In the Xinjiang province, according to a letter sent to U.S. Senator Marsha Blackburn. How about this? How about that? And who has been one of the few voices on national radio who's been beating the drum that the NBA is a bunch of frauds, that LeBron James is the king fraud of them all, and that even Mark Cuban recently is refusing to say, free Hong Kong. Say it! You remember the scene where I'm talking about in the movie? 
which they couldn't play anymore. Is that back to school? Back to school. Oh. When Sam Kennison's yelling Sam at him. Sam Kennison's oh, yeah, yelling yeah, yeah. at the kid. Yeah. Say it! Say it! <laughs> Mark Cuban refuses <laughs> to say free Hong Kong. And let's go back, Harry. Remember when I said this? Mm-hmm. LeBron James, you can hate America all you want, LeBron. You can hate it all you want. But when you ignore the Uyghurs, and now that that video has been posted, and it's all over the place, of the, the Muslim, Muslim Uyghurs, slaves, yeah. the Muslim minority, who are basically blindfolded with their hands tied behind their backs at a train station. Yeah, they're evidently going into the train cars to be taken to re-education yes. camps. So and that they can learn how to make those LeBrons perfectly good. So both. that LeBron can, and again, I'm a capitalist. And I know people, well, you buy stuff from China. Of course we do. It's we hard all, not to. Yeah. But you know what? I don't buy Apple pro phones. I buy Samsung. I don't buy Nikes. I buy whatever's on sale, <laughs> except Nikes. And I'm not even buying Nikes if they're on sale. You should buy a pair of Ruse. I could get some Ruse. I'm gonna, if, you know, if, if the if we if we could go to a discount store, mm-hmm. but I'm not buying Nikes. I don't buy Nikes. I don't buy Apple. When we bought our thermometer right here, yeah. you go on Amazon.com. Right. Every single one of these thermometers is made in China. Robin did the research and found one that's made in the USA. And that's this is that's it. it. What is it? What's the name of it? The this brand. is uh, Eye Health. Eye Health. All right. You now, know, so it's almost impossible to avoid buying things from China. Yes. That's just the way it but works. But we try. But if you try possible. and you do it, so that's why. And so that's why I've been ripping the NBA because LeBron James he can do whatever he wants, but when he ignores this, so this is the NBA's way because this video is out mm-hmm. from 2018. By the way, this isn't video shot last week. So the Chinese ambassador on the BBC, got to give the BBC credit here, because the American media, if they're in bed with China too, and they're in bed with all these slap, you know, what's mm. who are in bed with, this, with the stinking Chinese government. Not the people. The people are good. It's the stinking communist government. Right. And so Daryl Morey really blew it open when he, he had an innocuous tweet last year. October the 4th. Daryl Morey, yeah. the general manager of the Houston Rockets, pretty much unintentionally, Blew the roof off this sucker, Fight. as Parliament bunk- Funkadelic once sang. Fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong. Stand with Hong tweeted. Kong. That's all he said. And that cost the NBA a lot of money because the NBA from that moment on said they were not going to put NBA games on in China. Right. They were going to take it away because how dare you bite the hand that feeds you. And so in the meanwhile. Yeah, China did that to the NBA. Yeah, China, yeah. and then that's, why the, that's why these guys were all angry. They apparently lost uh, between 300 and $400 million exactly. as a result and of so that. And so now because the pressure, because there are people like me standing up and telling these people that they're frauds. Again, I don't care if LeBron hates America. I don't care how many anti-Semites there are in the NFL. That's their problem. They have to deal with that. I don't deal with that stuff. I just deal with calling out frauds. And LeBron James, Mark Cuban, who I've interviewed a million times and I respect, a phony. And I know you they're making money. But here's the thing. The NBA, in 10 years from now, they won't even care about America. They won't even care about selling product here. Because once they get China and 1.4 billion people to carry their games and to buy sneakers, 1.4 million potential customers or mm-hmm. maybe 200 million in the United States. That's saying that 200 million out of 320 million people were going to buy Nikes or LeBrons, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're a business person and you say, I got a potential to make billions here in another country, or I could make a lot less here, 
in the United States. And if they get a – imagine the television contract. Now they'll try to play both ends. They'll, they'll still have a U.S. contract. They're, you know, they're still going to be on American television. Sure. But they're worried about China, and they'll do anything to protect it. So today, as a little crumb to all the people who are finally calling them out, and all the news organizations now seeing that video of the Uyghurs with memories of, of Auschwitz. Yes, I mean, they shave their heads, both men and women. They, they shave their heads when they're, when they're taken. And then I found out, uh, this is also through the BBC, um, that the hair is sold for wigs. So they're making money wow. off of that as well. I and mean, then it's that creep Chinese ambassador in the interview by the BBC guy, that guy did a great job. And that clown Chinese ambassador to Britain was an embarrassment. And now that, that video's out there. And Mark Cuban can't ignore it. And, and Adam Silver can't ignore it. And LeBron James can't ignore it. But he, but he will because he doesn't have to answer because none of the reporters in the NBA have the cojones to upset LeBron because he is the face of the league. And that's the bottom line. If you don't see through that, then you're, then you're a communist sympathizer. Maybe you should move to China. I don't care if you watch the NBA. I don't care if you buy like Nikes. I'm just telling you, the NBA has been exposed, and this story confirms that today. Does it not, Harry? Absolutely. When the NBA throws a little nugget out there, see, oh, yeah. Oh, they're actually they're using slaves they're enslaving people and putting them in trains and taking them to re-education camp. Imagine if that happened in this country. Mm. Imagine if that happened in this country, the outrage. Do we do that to anybody in this country? Do we put people behind their backs and put them on concentration camps to re-educate them because we disagree with them? Now, sadly, uh, in reality, the basketball academy in China has not really been as active anyway. So this really is a, just a crumb to Absolutely. Appease. This is, see, we, we hear you. We hear you now. There's more than one person screaming about this now. Yeah. Ooh, we better do something. We better do something, Harry. Yeah, apparently the NBA has had no involvement with this basketball academy for more than a year anyway. Oh, isn't yeah. that nice? Yeah. They had to find the thing that would offend the Chinese government the least. <laughs> And they found and it would uh, an hurt empty them the gym. Least in the they pocket. found an empty gym somewhere in the middle of China. Where, Harry? China. Damn right. I stand. I got to give myself a roaring round of applause. Yes. All you cowards on Twitter and social media come at me for coming at the NBA. I'm speaking on behalf of America. We had a lot of problems in this and country. And for oppressed people across exactly. the world. Make your move. Make your move, suckers. All you NBA honks. All you writers, journalists who have been ignoring this, here's what I say to you. And rotate. <laughs> rotate on that, scumbags. Let's take a break. Jeez, you need a break. I do need a break today. And I'm not going to McDonald's either because they closed it down. Go right to Popeye's. There. Yeah, Popeye's the only Pick place left. Pick up a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Let's send Couch Guy down to Popeye's. Sounds great right He's now. He's not doing anything and for the, the next way, hour. And by the way, Pat Kinneen today. Oh, yeah? Coming to the rescue, bringing in the big boy. That means he'll be here Friday. Well, at least he came here today and delivered it. <laughs> we got the handle for Harry. It's Harry's handles in the house. <laughs> Jeez. All right, I got that off my chest. More strapper calls at 215-462-TONY. You can disagree with me. You disagree with me? Am I wrong? You can say I'm wrong. This is a free, this is a free process here. 
Not the Sixers protest. I don't even trust that anymore. 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. You call, we talk. That's how it works, Harry. Coming up next, our Colleen Wolf from the NFL Network. On Zoom. zoom a zoom 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 And boom, boom. Stick around. I can't get my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with Geeks On Site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way so you can feel empowered and then help others at home or in your office. Better yet, don't have time for tech support to come to you? Let us remote into your desktop or laptop, and one of our geeks will instantly walk you through. We offer affordable prices on our remote services and IT support. You and those in your office will never have to wait hours to have your technical questions answered. Get your free computer diagnosis today with your very own geek. Get started now and we'll help you instantly. Call 877-518-3283. 877-518-3283. That's 877-518-3283. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. We've got Tony Bruno Show gear, yo. Check out the TonyBrunoShow.com shop for all your beautiful and I am pissed off t-shirts. And don't forget the popular, if we're going to die, let us die drunk at least, plus new t-shirts and other paraphernalia being added daily. Go to TonyBrunoShow.com slash shop to purchase and for more information. When life is in chaos, your home is your safe haven. It's your most important asset. But do you own it? Don't be so sure. Imagine getting evicted for non-payment of a loan you never took out. It happened to Deborah, and it's happening everywhere. It's called home title theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. It's why I urge you to get home title lock. Your home's legal title is kept online, and thieves know it. They'll forge your signature on your home's title, and that's it. They legally own your home. Then they can take out loans on your home. Your bank doesn't cover you, and neither does your insurance. The only way I know of to avoid this nightmare and possible eviction is with Home Title Lock. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim. And use code SAVE for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Listen to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the SiriusXM app. Welcome back to The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on SiriusXM 211. And I want to thank my partner Harry Mays here. Because I wasn't, I didn't even, I, I had it written down, but I'm not one who likes to pat myself on my own, on my back. Right. I allow other people to do that for <laughs> me. But I, I'm proud of being one of the voices in the wilderness because so many people are afraid. Listen, does this country have problems? Absolutely it does. And I criticize the problems in this country too. Yes. <clears throat> but I'm never going to defend a country 
that we rely on now and we're pretty much enslaved to because of all the businesses that took their, their business across the ocean. Yeah. And that's pretty much every business. <coughs> Unfortunately, yeah. And so don't come at me with the, well, you're a hypocrite, Tony. I mean, you buy stuff from China. Not if I can avoid it. I go into a store, I look at the labels. Now I'll buy from Korea, I'll buy from Vietnam. And again, me deciding not to buy stuff from China is not going to change the world. That's just a small stance that I could take. And it's not against the people who live in China. They're the oppressed people. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. <sighs> now, do we have any more strapper calls? I think Dean said he left the strapper call. Oh, we got to hear that. He's usually decent on the strapper call. Uh, he sucks on Twitch. Is it, is it, he sucks on Twitter. Is it safe? <laughs> Did you listen to it? I did not get the preview. <laughs> he it, no. sucks on Twitch. He sucks on Twitter, and he sucks on Twitch. <laughs> but every once in a while, he'll, he'll bust out a good twi- strapper call when he focuses. See, we have to focus on this show. He doesn't. Is that him at the 727 number? Yes, yes, yes. that's him. Can right, we give we... out his phone number? Are we going to dox him no. right now? No, I'm kidding. We're not going to do that. Let's go to the strapper line and see what this strapper, Dean and Clearwater, has to say today. As he's hunkered down with his, he's got a full body gimp mask on as he sits home in Clearwater. Watching the the stock market. Yeah, remember the gimp? Yeah. Love the gimp. Let's go to the strapper line. You know, I follow Mr. Bruno on Twitter. And it's crazy how many strappers out there rip Tony. The dude is on the Mount Rushmore sports radio, people. I mean, come on. After graduating from Alfred E. Newman High School in Temple. Well, scratch the Temple part. We won't hold that against him. He rolled his way through sports, you know, Fox Sports Radio, Sporting News, ESPN, WCAU, whatever that thing was, WIP. Now he's on Sirius. Some say he's old and set in his ways. But, look, he hates polls, man. He's allowing that little couch boy to put them out there. He's adapting with the times. So all you strappers on Twitter, take a 50-pound suck pill. The monarch is here to stay. Wow, I was just wow. ripping the guy. Forget everything yeah. I just said about Dean. Take it back. But remember, I said he's good on the strapper line. He just sucks on the Twitch stream and on Twitter. Now, who's he talking about, a houseboy? I think he's talking about the... Uh, Is he talking about a couch guy? He's a couch boy, man. Yeah. I'm getting a little up to here with some, some oh, of yeah? the rippage today. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Dean ripping Temple, too, which I don't yeah. normally stand for, Harry. Well, he called so, it Alfred E. Newman High School, too. Newman Garetti. He called it Alfred E. Yeah. Newman High School. And you know, Newman, St. John Newman. It's he not was, even spelled the he same. He was only a bishop when I went there. Is that right? Bishop he became Newman. a saint after I left. Coincidence, Harry? <laughs> I think <laughs> not. I think not. <laughs> exactly. well, I went from Bishop Newman to St. John Newman. Let me tell he you. He got my blessing when I was there as an altar boy. <laughs> he probably became a saint for having to put up with you. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I think he was dead long before that, Robin. Well, you know, I think in, Robin's in looking for sainthood here, I am. too. I am. That's what this is all about. That was definitely a hit. Yeah, that, yeah. Was that a 50-pound suck pill? That's pretty good. Yeah. Eh? That's a pretty good poll right there, a pill poll, a 50-pound suck pill. <laughs> Can I get those by prescription, or are they over the counter now? <laughs> um, we actually have a video from another caller. We have a video? Yes, oh. we do. Let me pull it up here for us. Um, so this would be on the strapper line, except this is an audio-visual. This is an audio-visual. So Robin will run that, right, Joe? Yes. Robin's going to run that I'm from gonna her run computer it. here. Hang on. Plus, we have a great update from Canada, Harry. And it has nothing to do with hockey. Nothing to do with Toronto Blue Jays mm-hmm. or the Edmonton Eskimos or any of that stuff. It has to do 
with the CDC, the much maligned CDC here in the United States. You know they have their own CDC up there. Did you know that? They have a Canadian CDC. Canadian CDC, eh? They measure it in liters, though, I think. Everything's liters. And it's all like low-alcohol beer. But let's go to the strapper digital call. Yes, now you remember that uh, a couple weeks ago we had a special giveaway for the bag that is sitting behind. The loudmouth bag, the flagadelic bag, Mm -hmm. embroidered. And remember, we did a contest. People got on. In fact, my my, uh, cousin, my nephew, was asking me about that bag because he just started playing golf. I said, man, you know, this is a fair show here. We can't just take care of family and friends. That bag was one fair and square. Yes, it It was. was. Let's go go to the Strapper digital phone call and see the bag right now with Play Action Reel. What up, all my Strappers out there? Play Action Reel coming to you. Thank you, Tony, Miss Robin, Harry, and of course, Dean from Loud Bags. This bag is the bomb. <laughs> right, Colin? That's right. Flagadelic. Thank you so much, guys. And I'm not eligible for anything for a long time, it looks like, but thank you so much. My golf game thanks you. How about that, I? And you see, good-looking bag. He got he got his own name embroidered mm-hmm. in the bag. Correct. And he has the Tony Bruno Show logo on it. Play action yep. real. It's, it's identical to that chose. bag, except that he, I have my name embroidered in mine. Harry has his on his, mm-hmm. and now he is the third person. He didn't refer to himself. Well, he did refer to himself and if as you the third would like person. To get, Play action real. If you'd like to get a bag just like it or, or some of their other designs, you can go to uh, loudbagsinc.com. And uh, if you put in the code word BRUNO25, you get 25% off. Everybody wants those bags, Harry. Every American wants those bags. Exactly. They're not going to make any with China. China on them. LeBron would have those. He would have one with Chinese flags all over it. Chairman Mao and all of his buddies. And don't forget President Xi. They did build a wall, Tony. Yes, they did. And everybody paid for it. We're coming right back. Stick around. Colleen Wolf.